Now, when it comes to big purchases, any purchases for that matter, but I think that this kind of more goes with big purchases, say a vehicle, say a home, say, I don't know, a big fun toy or something. I don't know. Do you have any guidelines like that you follow before making big purchases like this? Or are you just, you know, I want it. I got it. Welcome to the Turk, Megan and Amateur Alex podcast. Love the morning. I like to listen to in the morning. Mornings in Halifax on 101.3 Virgin Radio. With my bank account, if I want to buy a car, it can't be better than an 81 LeBaron. I don't even know what that is. An old car. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I know for myself personally, I can learn a thing or two about my spending and really, you know, it's just because you have the money in your account doesn't mean that you can afford it, basically. So true. Is what it is. And so Akon, um, he did a little bit of an interview uh, with radio station down there in New York. And uh, he talks about a 10% rule that he has. And I think it's quite smart. Now, he has more money than, say, the average person. Like, I can only speak for myself. And I mean, I know, I know Akon's got more money than you, Alex. But, yeah. <laughs> you know... He's talking about larger expenses, but I think this 10% rule can really be, you can use it for anything in, in any purchasing that you're going to be making. So take a listen. I got this 10% rule. If whatever I'm purchasing isn't 10% of 100% value of what I have in the bank, I don't touch it. Mm. So in other words, let's say hypothetically, if you have a car that you want to buy for $100,000. Right. Mm-hmm. If you ain't got a million dollars in the bank, shouldn't you shouldn't buy, buy that car. Don't buy it. Right. And that goes with your house. Whatever. If you want to buy a house that costs a million dollars, if you ain't got ten million in the bank, bro, mm-hmm. don't touch that house because you're not gonna be able to afford it. It's just impossible mm-hmm. because most times people don't look at the interest the long in the long run. And mm-hmm. those houses, you know, those are 25, 30, 30 year loan investments. Yeah. With that interest backed up, that million dollars turned into quick almost two million dollars. This is almost fifty percent. Talking about which artist of today has the biggest vocabulary. There was a study done uh, literally studying every single word in the lyrics of these artists and which one of today has the biggest vocabulary, which one has the smallest, according to this study. It's Megan on Amateur Alex Turksway. He's going to be back on Monday. Uh, Alex, you took a guess with Eminem. Yeah. Great guess, because, I mean, the guy really is a lyrical genius. Um, he's He didn't make the worst or the best. So I don't know if he's anywhere in the middle of this study. I don't know if he's aged out of this category, because this does say contemporary artists. Um, but the number one best vocabulary artist of today, they say, is Billie Eilish. Wow, good for her. Yeah, and so um, before I tell you um, the next few, and then I have the the artist that's at the bottom, um, I guess there's an online search tool. It's called Word Tips, and they studied the lyrics of 100 artists of today, and they calculated per every 1,000 words in their lyrics how many were unique. And Billie Eilish had 169 unique words per every 1,000. That's pretty awesome. Does that sound like a lot, or does it not sound like... Like, that's the top. Well, like, by unique, it sounds really unique. Like, it sounds like nobody else is using that word. Yeah. Okay, so underneath Billie Eilish, coming in at second is Harry Styles with 159 unique words per every thousand in his lyrics. And then You're listing li- my fiance's favorite ah! artist. <laughs> like, he just got <laughs> even better. And then Lizzo, uh, Lizzo's in third with 153 unique words per every thousand in her lyrics. Nice. Yeah, and then we're going to jump right down to the bottom. Perfect. Uh, Let's get there. Yeah, yeah. I actually can't. I only know a few of his songs. I'm not a big fan. Trey Songs. Trey Songs. Poor guy. 66 uh, unique words per every thousand in his lyrics. 
You're listening to the Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex podcast. And hear them live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Talking about a text that we received yesterday uh, says, random question, who's responsible for the bridesmaids' dresses, the bride or the bridesmaids? And when throwing a bachelorette party, who pays for that? Megan, help. It's Megan and Amateur Alex at Turk's Way. He's going to be back on Monday. We were going to get to a couple more texts, but we got a phone call quick first. Hey, Virgin Radio, good morning. Who's this? This is Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, what's up? What do you think of all this bridesmaid stuff? Well, I, I think it really just depends on um, the group of friends you got. Yeah. So when I was a bridesmaid at my at my best friend's wedding, like we were friends since we were 12 years old, mm-hmm. um, she ended up paying for my dress as well as the makeup for everybody because I just didn't have, like I was seven months pregnant when she got married. Right. I just didn't have the money to pay for a dress from David's bridal. Mm-hmm. But that's the dress she wanted. And all of the rest of her friends could afford it. I just couldn't. Right. That's that's so a good she friend. Paid for my dress. Yeah. So that I could still be a part of her day. Right. No, that's a and great when friend. When I got married, we ended up getting like just twenty five dollar wrap dresses off of Etsy because they fit everybody and you could wear them whatever way you wanted to. Yeah, Perfect. that's completely my style. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. You too, bye. Like, I guess, you know, what we're seeing here, really, and we're going to get to a couple more texts here. There's no right or wrong answer here to the person that texts in. I don't think that we're going to find you, uh, you know, concrete answer here today. It's Turk hates when I say this case by case basis, but it just is. It really depends on what's going on, how expensive the wedding is, where it is, what you're doing. What do a Um, couple more of the texts there say? Yeah, somebody said sometimes the bride will pay for hair and makeup rather than the dresses. My bridesmaids did their own hair and makeup. And somebody else was saying, I was lucky when my sister got married. We were able to pick out our own dresses as long as they were the color scheme. And thankfully, they were dresses we could all wear again. We were responsible for our own dresses. See, that would be awesome if the dress could always be worn for any, you know, big event. That makes a big difference. How much do you love Ikea Swedish meatballs, Alex? Oh, they're delicious. Aren't they freaking good? It's Megan and Amateur Alex Turk's Way back on Monday. It's Virgin Radio. Um. I I think most of us, we just love Swedish meatballs, what you got to get when you go to Ikea. Um, They have a a Swedish meatball smelling candle now. Like, (laughs) right? I don't know. Like, we hear (laughs) this stuff all the time, like KFC coming out with like, like firewood logs that smell like KFC chicken and candles and junk like that. And as much as you love a food, I don't know if you'd want your house smelling like anything other than like chocolate chip cookies. I'm also slightly skeptical. I mean, like, how potent is it? I don't know. Does it just basically still smell like a candle? My parents' um, dog has a little toy. It's like, um, actually, what's weird about it, now that I think about it, it wasn't even made for a dog. It's like a friggin' keychain. Don't ask me why they have it. And it's the shape of a meatball, and it smells like a meatball, and it's furry, and I don't know where it came from, but now it's like the dog's toy, and I'm just like... That sounds incredible (laughs) for the dog. It totally is, but when I think about it, it's got like... A little thing that you can clip on to like a keychain. So I'm like, was this made for pets or just for like a person to have on their <laughs> keys so they could just carry meatball smell around them all the time? Guaranteed a person. <laughs> <laughs> when getting dressed, Alex. Yes. What do you put on first? My undies. Do you? Yeah. Okay, me too. Yeah. To winning. <laughs> I only ask like, this. Do you put your pants on next? <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't put my pants on next, but <laughs> I only asked this because I saw it, the question asked online over the weekend somewhere. It was some viral question, and um, the person asking was 
asking because their friend puts their socks on first. Ah, okay. And I was like, that's kind of weird. I put my socks on completely last. Um, Like after pants? Yeah, like I go underwear and then I go top and then I go pants and then I go socks. I think I go underwear and then socks and then pants. Maybe shirt? Uh I, it's hard to tell. You know what? I switch it up sometimes. Do you switch it up? Okay. I bet you there's many people like you that switch it up. Um, I wouldn't be able to do that. It's like I have the same way I do it every day. Um, ah. But I definitely think, can we both agree that socks first? I don't understand that. Yeah, that's a little weird. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> it all works because you're getting fully clothed by the end of it anyways. We all end up in the same stuff. But it's like. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever wearing just socks by themselves in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, picture just walking around just with socks on. <laughs> so, asking you listening, like, in what order do you get dressed? You don't have to let us know, like, the entire um, the entire process. I-, I guess more, what do you put on first? I want to see how many sock first people there are. And, you know, just by doing this little survey with, well, there's just two of us in here today. We both do our underwear first. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm thinking that that's gonna be the most popular thing to do. Probably. Well, we'll see. Text us to 101101 when getting dressed. Uh, in what order do you get dressed? I'm more looking for what do you put on first. I don't really have much to say about this, Alex, but you might. Um, it's Megan Amateur. Alex Turksway is gonna be back on Monday, but he's kind of a big deal, you know, for Canada here. Kyle Lowry leaving the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. For the Miami Heat. Yeah, very big deal. He's been a Raptor for a really long time. Yeah, and like one of the best, right? Am I am I right saying that? One of the best of all time, for sure. I like to think that Vince Carter's the best Raptor of all time, but Kyle Kyle Lowry, sorry, yeah. he's like second. Okay, so like what does this mean? Do you think this is going to be, do you think the Raptors are going to take a hit losing him? Yeah, they could take a hit. I mean, they still have to do things. A lot of teams are trading right now. And the L.A. Lakers, I mean, it looks like they've basically traded for everyone. Right. So <laughs> the, uh, there's a lot of moves still to be made before the season starts. So in your opinion, right now, as it stands, who's the greatest on the, who is the Raptors' greatest uh, team, team player? Pascal Siakam, uh, maybe, or Fred Van Fleet. All right, gotcha. Get your fix of Turk Megan and Amateur Alex weekdays 5.30 to 10 on Virgin Radio. And follow the podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.